Anything Combat with Johnny K. Well, it's Anything Combat, though. Welcome back, combatants, to the Anything Combat show, where we discuss everything mixed martial arts. I'm your host, Johnny K, and today we're joined by a special guest. He's a one championship fighter in the 66 kg uh, division. He fights out a one championship. Please welchem Shannon One Shin Wirachai. Did I say your surname right? And how are you today? I'm good. I'm good. Wow. <laughs> so, so happy to be here. Yeah. I mean, excited, actually. <laughs> all good, all good. Did I say your surname correctly? Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's right, that's correct. I spoke to someone earlier today. Now, sorry for my ignorance, but they I asked what language they speak in Thailand, and someone said Thai. And I was like, is the language Thai? I don't think it is. It is. It's, it's, it's Thai language. Thai language. <laughs> <laughs> so so when did you learn english oh actually i i i started learning english from my school like i think since uh, my primary school uh luckily my school is one of the school is that teaching good english compared to other school like okay there's many other schools teaching good english i mean but my school is for for a high school that's teaching good english but i'm not a good student at all so i couldn't speak much english until I was in the university, like maybe around like 17 a year so I think. That time I realized that, oh, I never know that actually my English is better than others. That's why I know that other schools are teaching good English. Like, like when, like, like think about it, like when the Sudi said that's right, every, most of my friends thought that's right, mean, oh, you go to the right or something like that. So, or, or something like the word can, that mean, means you can do, not that thought it means the can that you contain the water. So, okay. Actually, my English is way better, so I gain some more confidence. And then I think, if you, you ever came to Thailand, you might heard of the name of Khao San Road. That's that's the place that everybody wants to go to, like um, having some like a drink or whatever. So like I think like my at my age of twenty, I spent a lot of time like going there many, many nights, like you know making good friends, telling stories. I think I kind of developed my conversation in English, like my English skill from that. I think. You know, some bucket talk. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of uh, a lot of Thailanders they do kickboxing or Muay Thai. So you've chosen to do MMA. This is a little bit interesting. So why did you do MMA instead of uh, the kickboxing sports? Oh, like okay, like first of all, like, to be a fighter in Thailand is quite different. Like 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 from any other countries, you you choose what you want to do. But in Thailand, it's like like they say, uh, the 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 fighting career is quite dominated by this Muay Thai scene. Like you want to be, like the word Nak Muay is mean like a fighter. You want to be Nak Muay, you have two choices, like Muay Thai or the international boxing. So if you do something else, you have to do, like if you do Taekwondo, Karate, Judo, you have to look to to become like a national team athlete, something like that, to like compete in Sea Game, Asian Game, or Olympic. So if you want to be a fighter, that's quite hard. You can't, you can't be. And that's why for the martial art community in Thailand, when, when they think about Muay Thai fighter or boxer, they, they, would, they would like, okay, they are in another society. In, they, they are like a different status in life. Like if you say police, monk, not Muay, Muay Thai fighters or boxer, they're different. We don't talk about them. We are martial artists. Like, for me, I started with some judo training. I started with judo and kung fu. I'm, I'm in like a, you know, like a martial art community or AKA martial art geeks, whatever you want to call. So when, when I, I, at one point, I want to find a stage for me to, to show that I can compete, I can use my martial art skill. At that time, I want to show how, I can, how can I use my crazy palm kung fu skill in, in uh, in, 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 in like a, a, a proper stage that not Muay Thai, Muay Thai ring or boxing ring. So by that time, I think I found MMA from the cable TV because I think it's quite funny. I think most of Thai people, we, we all know about the pro wrestling, right? And in Thailand, pro wrestling is, is become huge because of the Thai commentator who's my t school teacher. And then my that, that, that school teacher also commented for the uh, MMA that time was like the like an early UFC and the the early Pry FC. So I, I keep watching because I love how he commented. It's like it's so funny. And then 
wow, I, I love MMA. I feel like with small clothes, with like um, quite the they, how they allow you to use the, all, all all your fighting technique. That's quite good. And attitude, though, I know what is throwing, what is the uh, groundwork. So wow, I think I can use my kung fu skill there, right? So I just hope one day I can compete in MMA. That's quite that's quite a geeks way. <laughs> I know. And then, um. Yeah, that, that's that's how I started into MMA. I, I doing judo, I doing kung fu, and also at my kung fu school, I have uh, one of my senior in in the school who came back from America and he did some jujitsu like BJJ and also a bit of MMA too. So, I think since my fourteen years old, I did kung fu and judo and also like a bit of MMA, like what I know from 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 my senior and from the media. That that's how it started. So I I think it was one point at my twenty at twenty years old. I think there's the group of people on the webboard. By that time, was the webboard that they want to make like a like a MMA competition. So any kind of martial artist they can join. I think that was two thousand eight. I think and yeah, I I I joined the competition. I wearing the huge thick judo gear, and I thought I can beat everybody. And then I just lost to my 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 judo junior guy, like oh wow, I could I like like I pull out, I pull out some cool move on him like armbar or like a, some crazy combo, but I couldn't finish him and then end up I lost by decision. So so from that year two thousand eight that I realized that okay I might know some skill about MMA or whatever, but to be a real athlete you have to really practice. So that's how I I I create my own. MMA club in the in the university, and then I start to gather more people and training together. And I competed again in two thousand nine. Uh, I I made I made it to the final, but I lost to like a my one of my senior who's like a real athlete. He does karate, some jujitsu. Right now he's a BJJ black belt, and then I just go back. And this time I feel like I can't just like use um just my own knowledge to and. and just can't can't rely on my own knowledge and just keep training. If I want to be a real MMA athlete, I need to train real MMA. So then, I just searched for like a real MMA gym in Bangkok at that time that I can find, and then I went to train with real coach. And then two thousand ten, I compete again, and then I become champion. I think that's how it all starts. What was the first MMA fight you ever watched? Wow. First MMA fight I ever watched, I I think it should be like a the early UFC, um maybe the UFC two I guess like I was confused like at that time I thought oh, what was that I I saw somebody in the gi I thought it's gonna be karate but oh turn out it's quite crazy doing just one push kick and take down but I think the one I really watched I'm not, I'm not sure it was UFC two or not that when the tournament went to the final. They they don't have the contest one contestant for for the final, so they ask they asking around, and then one guy who's like policeman that that's was the audience. He's like, yeah, I did ninjutsu or something, and then he just join, and then he he beat the guy in the tourney. I think that that's my that's my first match. That's what I really watched, and yeah, I grew up and I thought that guy lost to Hoi Gracie on the next event. I think, I guess. How much UFC do you watch uh, today? Oh, like nowadays. I I think I if there is like a big event or any athlete I I kind of learn from or I kind of watch yes I watch but in Thailand you know UFC is it's like daytime in Thailand like Sunday morning so let's say last weekend I I woke I I just was like oh yeah I want to watch Ultraman Sterling but I'm too lazy to watch it <laughs> like too, too it's too sleepy and then I decided to at at one point I decided to wake up and watch the first thing I saw when I go on my 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 uh, my my phone was like the slow motion when Sean O'Malley pulled back and showed showed O'Malley to O'Malley. I'm like, oh, so this is what you're trying to tell me? Before I go back to sleep now. <laughs> That's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Were you happy that Sean O'Malley won, or did you want Aljamain Sterling to win? I would say that's quite kind of weird. I'm a little bit with Aljamain Sterling. I like I like his style. I like his style. I like how how technical he is. But Sean O'Malley is like unpredictable. And actually, like my fighting style, I I should be more fan of uh, Sean O'Malley. So 
I would say I didn't expect any. I, I, I'm not in anybody's side, but I would, if I have to choose, I would choose Archerman Sterling to win. And then turn out he lost. And then it's a little bit like, oh, he's going to prove me wrong. Okay, I don't want to think about this. Let's go back to sleep. That's what happened. There should I go. come to Thailand? Oh, you should. You should. No, wait, where are you from again? I forgot to ask you. Oh, Australia. We're close. We're close. Oh, yeah. You should, man. You should. Perfect place, you know. <laughs> Um, so I wanted to talk about Tawan Chai and Superbon a little bit more. It's just a great fight. It's just a mega fight. So do you think, do you think that Superbon's going to have a little bit of trouble with the Muay Thai gloves or do you think, do you think that it won't really matter? Mm, I would say at first he, he might have a bit of problem with, with small gloves, but yeah, like like first time I sent him my gloves, right? I, he he trained with Petanon, the the former uh, world champion for kickboxing. Sorry, sorry, those gloves that you showed me before are they your gloves? Like, did yeah. do you, is that yeah. your brand? Yeah, my brand. Okay, yeah. do the shout out, do the shout out, do the shout out, do the plug. Oh, do um, this fighting frenzy. We made this for MMA sparring, so it's seven ounces, but uh, same protection with eight ounces. So basically, the protection is the same with the Muay Thai gloves, right? Like. This is eight ounce. This is the the seven ounce sparring globe. So you can tell that the protection is just the same, but it's just uh, smaller. So that's why this is eight ounce, and the um, the wrist protection is quite good. This this is um, the idea is just when I wearing any other MMA MMA sparring gloves and I I train with my training partner, I feel like I don't know how hard I can throw the shot, and I feel like I couldn't spare well. And also when all other my training partners, they're wearing like a quite a small, thin, uh, hybrid seven ounce gloves. It's, it's, it's pain, you know, it's painful. So uh, that's the idea. Like, I try to make a good uh, MMA sparring glove. And I also feel that in in Thailand, the idea of sparring is quite weird too. Like, for Muay Thai fighters, they, they would spare with just normal, no, uh, normal small boxing gloves. But when they do the boxing round, they would wear 18 ounce. Like, I don't know, you you heard about 18 ounce, like, recently at all. Like, you know, they are 16, 16 everywhere. But then a small guy, like, okay, Tawan Chai, like, Tawan Chai, let's say he's, he was by boxing with 18 ounce. Because the idea of Muay Thai, uh, the boxing technique for Muay Thai, you can't bob, you can't weave, you can't roll, you can't sleep too much. Because the kick and the knee and the elbow, you have to just stay there, keep your, keep your head straight because you have to think about kicking. And basically, you throw a punch and you take the punch. That's why they just wear the sixteen, uh, the, the eighteen. Sorry, but I don't think that's the best idea. You know, <laughs> wear big gloves and hit each other in the face. That's that's hurt anyway. Not good for your brain cell. So that's the idea of like making this glove. I think that's that's a good time to make it. It's good for my MMA community and also the Muay Thai community also. And and yeah, that's worked quite well. Like we sent to him two weeks ago. So he used it with uh, Petanong, Petanong, the former Bantamweight kickboxing world champion in one championship. Uh, but but for the level, they're, they're both kind of scared. They're both kind of scared. They feel like, oh, that we, want, we didn't want to hit too hard. We don't want our jaw broken or whatever. So last week I went there, last Wednesday, uh, I went there and Petanong was like, oh, you saw Paul, right? Yeah, please, please be the one child. Like, Okay, I will try to be the one child. <laughs> and if you see my Facebook post, like, yeah, my skill is not as good as the one child. The only thing I better is my face. No, no, that's 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 real. <laughs> not good. Yeah, but but yeah, actually, I think from that day, that's like that's a huge uh, achievement for Superbond because because like I'm not for sure I'm not as good as Petanong, but for the punch for boxing, like I'm kind of okay, right? So Superbond is. Superbon just allowed me to kind of punch him a bit more and he just learned how to, to block, to feel, how, how it feels and just playing around. I think we did for like three or, three or five rounds, three or four rounds, I think. And then one thing he said at the end of, uh, of the sparring, like we, I, ca- I talked to Petano again and he's like, yeah, he doesn't want to do it because a small glove, he's going to get cut or like uh, get his jaw uh, broke or something. But Bon said, no, I, I let he let me punch a few times and he feel like, you know, it's not that bad. He can took it. He took, he, he did took some, some of my good shot too. And he didn't feel too bad with this seven ounce gloves. So I think that's like a, 
I think last Wednesday was the day that his uh, confidence just shift up quite far from like oh, small gloves. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to how to how to play with it. And every everybody who helped him train just gonna tell him what to do with the tradition Muay Thai mindset, not with the small gloves mindset. But now he feel it with himself and he feel confident that he know what to do. I think last Wednesday was the was the point that he know what to do with the small gloves and happy. Fighting Frenchie was involved. <laughs> Shannon, where can we buy the gloves? Uh, like for worldwide, um, um, we have to figure out about this, but it, for in Thailand, we have the IG account for Fighting Frenchie or can contact me through my Shannon Wanchin, Virachai IG or Facebook anytime. And it's worked quite well. Like we, we had the first lot for 20s and now it's, it's almost sell out. So now we have the the new round of Frenchies coming coming in. Who's your favorite Muay Thai fighter? I, I I used to say, oh, my favorite Muay Thai fighter was Buakau, but we know he's a kickboxer. And then people corrected me and got annoyed <laughs> with me, right? But I love I love when it comes to just uh like Thai fighters. Buakau was my favorite since just since forever. Um, yeah. who's your favorite Muay Thai fighter? Okay. So Angie Bokal is actually Muay Thai fighter, right? Like I like like I I talk in the previous interview in Thai, I say Bokal is my 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 idol because I first know him from the video game when I was like fourteen or something. Oh, it was t- twelve or thirteen. But yeah, when you mentioned about Muay Thai, when I but I knew more about Muay Thai. Yeah, I I, I love many Muay Thai fighter, but but if if there will be one with I. Who who's I'm keep looking at and learn from. Oh, I love many Muay Thai fighters, man. But I would say, okay, one name, Sangmani. And I'm not sure you, you still remember this name. Let 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 me give you a picture. Like uh for this era before the one Chai getting become a superstar, like right now, there was like the the, the three best three best Southpaw in the Muay Thai community when they do like any kind of bet or whatever, this fighter will make we raise the the bet for like millions. Like Simon, he used to be the one who become super famous before the one child. Like his 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 alias, his fight name is like Million Dollar Baby. He's he's like you know just from Muay Thai fight. He he has he has the saving for like over twenty million Thai baht. So he's a he's a cool guy. Become like a one of the best fighters since he was very young, and you might watch some of his fight in one championship already so yeah before before the one child becomes super good i think sangmani was was the one was the one but is that like uh i i got i got to know him personally when we when when there there was the event during the the lockdown the covid lockdown that time i fought fabio pinka and sangmani was uh, about to fight Gulab Dam the first time, so that time was the close event. So basically, like no audience, we just do, do the fight in 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 the stadium, and they try to do everything like uh safe, very safe. Uh, they try to keep the safe safetyness of the fighter. So only two fighters at the time going for the medical check. So there was, uh, there were me and Simon together went to the hospital for the medical check. So I have, I had chance to talk to him about the upcoming fight, everything. So I asked him like, yeah, for sure, everybody know that he can beat Kulabdam easy because he is one of the best and smartest fighter at that time. But what he tell me was like kind of sad to hear. He he was like, um, yeah, it's a big glove. I'm sure I can win, but small glove, I don't think I can win. Like, that's sad to to hear some top fighter admit that he could have lost the fight already before the fight. And then just, I think in like 40 seconds or something, he get knocked out by Gulabdam. And he's a little bit of like in the downfall from there. And right now, but and right now I think he stopped fighting. He like paused his fighting career and um, start his uh, Muay Thai trainer career at Evolve MMA in Singapore. So that's good for him. I think it's a good time for him to, to have uh, a minor setback too. But he's like one of the the best fighter. He beat the one child like I think once or something. They fought like three times. I think the first time was kind of unclear. Second time he beat the one child. The third time the one child was on the 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 at the peak and and beat him. But he's still like one of the best, you know. 
I watched a documentary on a fighter on YouTube just today, a Muay Thai fighter. Um, does the name Ramon Decker uh, ring a bell for you? Well, man, the name Ramon Decker, like, like we, the only, like back in the day, there were, were only a few foreign Muay Thai fighters, but I think Ramon Decker is the number one, the number one for sure. He's, he was at the level that he got the Medal of Honor from the Thai royal family for, for like a uh, spreading Muay Thai to all around the world. And yeah, I didn't like for know me, that. Yeah. oh, it's it's like a really small thing. I didn't even know that before too. And one day I just watched his like a highlight video and just oh, he got that. But wow, that, that, that that's quite quite a cool thing, right? <laughs> yeah, and also like. Like I'm doing MMA nowadays, we heard about the Dutch kickboxing style more and more. And he's one of the men who, who, we can say he's one of the men who invent that style too. In the Dutch kickboxing, the style that, that, that made the, the creator legend, right? Like Shannon, I've got a question for you. Do you think the closest thing we have to a foreigner in Muay Thai right now that's at the top of the sport, would you say Jonathan Haggerty is probably like what... Uh, Ramon Decker was back in the day, or would you say some other foreigner? Mm, I would say if Jonathan Hagati keep winning, okay, like right now he looks like he can beat the, he can beat just like Ramon Decker back in the day. But but one thing he need to prove is he need to keep winning and winning, because what happened with Ramon Decker? Oh, you you have to, uh, you you have to remember this. Back in that day, there no social media. There's no Facebook, there's no IG, right? And that Ramadega just only on the analog TV and the whole country just know about his name. Like, they know about, what did you call him? The, the I, saw something, the hell, right? I, I saw something on the documentary that I was watching that 20 million people were watching his fight at one point or something like that, something ridiculous. That's right, like... Okay, I would say that I was too young by that time, but I am quite sure that there there might be some kind of like a, the king's birthday or something like that that they will make like a Muay Thai state Muay Thai ring in the middle of the huge uh, royal field in front of the royal palace. So that's meaning anybody can just come and watch. And yes, like that's ton of people just come, just was just just went there to watch his fight. Yeah, like I just mentioned, like, you know, like, Jonathan Hagri just start to have his wipes already. But what happened back in that day was Robert Decker keep beating and beating. Like, even right now, what what we mentioned about any good boy have further, like, what about the credential? We have to mention that, oh, he beat Robert Deckers. And I, I think I heard, I heard only three or four names that uh, accomplished that, beat Robert Deckers. Like, you know, he, he beat all the top fighters at that time. His story uh, get been, uh, been rewrite again, maybe not about Ramadega, but about the foreign Muay Thai fighter who's one of the best. Like, you know, many, like some movies, some story, uh, even some stupid legend about him. Like, yeah, he learned some secret Muay Thai secret from Sacred Master and start beating whatever. But, you know, like, when they mentioned about the for, a, a foreign Muay Thai fighter, even until now, it's just Ramon Dekers, you know, he's wow. He's, the he's beast. A real yeah. the, the, goat, the goat of the non-Thailand uh, Muay Thai fighters. Yeah. I want to think, think about, think about like, the, the word, like, he, this man can beat Ramon Dekers. It's, it's, it's like a medal. It's like, it's like a trophy, you know. That, 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 that's something, you know. I want to ask you about a Chinese martial art, Wushu, and then I believe, I don't know how to say, I don't know how to say the kickboxing one. It's like San, Sandao? Uh, Sanda. 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 Yeah, Sanda. Sanda? Yeah. Sanda? Yeah. Yeah, Sanda. Because the D is <laughs> They don't have the D. <laughs> I, I want to ask you, I want to ask you about um, why we don't see Sanda fighters in Muay Thai, like like we see in Ooh. MMA. If you talk about a boxer, he's in MMA. You talk about kickboxer in MMA, Muay Thai fighter in MMA, Taekwondo, karate in MMA. There's there's no Sanda based fighters that in oh. that I know of. Maybe you can correct me. That go into Muay Thai and find success. Why is that? 
Okay, how long you got for me? <laughs> this can go on, go on. Okay. Go on. So okay, let's let's call start that Chinese kickboxing, right? Um, so okay, first of all, we we all know about kung fu, about traditional kung fu, like how it look like. Even we we kind of learn, we kind of know it from movie or whatever. But it just we they, in China they have many kind of kung fu, like that's regardless of how crazy it is. But at one point, sorry, when they sorry, try sorry to, to interrupt, yeah. sorry to interrupt. I just know kung fu from Jackie Chan, one of my favorites. I oh, love yes. him. Man, I I start everything from Jet Li, the the one. If you watch that movie, I start from that movie. <laughs> <laughs> and like I went to that that kung fu school, and then the first day, what happened? Okay, they teach me MMA. Okay, of course. Cool. Do, do you do you like do you like Ip Man? I kinda, but okay, that's a stupid thing. Okay, I start everything from kung fu, and my style of kung fu is like is what teaching in the highest back in the day in China or something, right? So we a little bit of like look at when we talk about this, like if man he using Wing Chun, we like oh Wing Chun is a little bit of like you know peasant whatever like that, but but Wing Chun is one of the style that that work quite well in close combat for self defense or whatever. I'm, I'm just going to I'm just going to put it out there Tony Ferguson Wing Chun. I think yeah. Wing Chun me and my brother talk about it a lot. Um yeah. it's an underrated martial art for the hand fighting. Like even Anderson Silva knew this and he used it in the close quarter clinch area. Everything's useful. It's not that a martial art's not useful. I think that everything's useful in its application. So I would say I would say Wing Chun is a 9 out of, 9 out of 10 martial art for that specific purpose and i think the fact that people don't use it gives you someone like someone like tony ferguson in his prime an advantage over a lot of other fighters and look he had so much success 12 fight win streak using it throughout the whole thing yeah because you know like when we talk about kung fu we think about the form right but only a few it's only a few kung fu that really working with some training partners, like training partner drills or equipment. Like, like to be honest, like my kind of, uh, my kind of Kung Fu called Park Wajang or Air Diagram Palms, we have this kind of like a pushing hand or something like that. This helped me in my fighting career a lot too, but it, even it doesn't look as clear as in Wing Chun. And yeah, when I add, when I add up to what you just mentioned about like many fighters using Wing Chun, one of my boxing coach, uh, coach Patman McGrath, he came from the uh, Floyd Mayweather gym. He's Floyd May- Mayweather senior's friends. I I I'm fortunate to learn a lot of uh, some boxing skill from him. He mentioned that his parents was the Wing Chun teacher, and he also know the Wing Chun, and that's helped him with the pad work. And it is when, because he's tall guy. When he hold pad, sometimes he just let me hit the pad, and he just like catch it, and he said. That came from Wing Chun. He doesn't need to call for all the shots. He just cash. I'm like, wow. I I didn't know about that. Wing Chun plus boxing. Man, that 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 that's something else. Yeah, okay, back to the Chinese kickboxing, right? Yep. Yes, Sander. Yeah, Sander. Yeah. yeah, like like Kung Fu works, but it's outdated, I would say this. Like from the Kung Fu practitioner. But at one point they tried just like any kind of uh, ancient martial art Muay Thai as well. Uh, the ancient Muay Thai of Muay Boran is is stupid. But I, I would say that it looks stupid. But but in Thailand you can't say that we have because Muay Boran or ancient Muay Thai was used in the battlefield. Oh, no, the battlefield they use weapon, right? I don't care. But that's the truth. Weapon formation and whatever. But but yeah, any kind of like ancient martial art, like even boxing back in the day, bare boxing. No, no chance to to fight with nowadays boxing. So at one point, they all all these martial arts just evolve into the in, evolve into the modern dynamic, and and I can we can say that most of martial arts just evolve after the modern boxing. So doesn't matter Muay Thai, Chinese kickboxing, or whatever, they 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 all in they they all adopt the the way of jab punch hook, uppercut, everything. So that's what happened with Chinese uh, kickboxing. They try to f- figure out what is the what what is the definition of the Chinese martial art. So what they found from all the competition like in, in inside of China was they have punch, they have kick, they have a lot of side kick and they have the takedown. That that's not that take that that those are the takedown that the knee or hand doesn't touching the ground. 
So that's why how how Santa happened. And back in the day, they didn't call it Santa. If you remember the old name, they called Sancho, Sancho or Sancho. Like Kang Lee was one of the champion Kang Lee back in the day, right? I uh, actually yeah. actually interviewed Kang Lee. Yeah, great guy, yeah. great guy. Yeah, well, I love him. He's he's one of my like first idol back in the day, though, <laughs> because yeah, kung fu background, right? Yeah, back in the day, they call it Sancho or in Chinese Sancho, and then so, if you know like uh, the the yeah, and, and Sancho is is was in the is one category in the in the sport of wushu. They have taolu is the form that like, they do the form, and they have Sancho. That's and, the and they have the one with the knives. They have the one with the knives and the swords or whatever, whatever that's that is. Right. Oh, those form, right? <laughs> and and I really like I really like the fact I just it just popped into my head. You know, uh, Zabit Magdamiri Sheripov. Yeah, yeah, he, wushu he, guy, yeah. yeah, he was a wushu guy, and uh, it, look when he when he ported it over into MMA, look at the success that he got. That's right, that's right, and many like Chinese fighter, they are wushu fighter, you know, like like what I know from my like Chinese friend, these people they just they just compete in anything they can, you know, and wushu is one one of the options. <laughs> because they have good wrestling, good takedown, they add um, this technique in, and then you know. Yeah, and oh, like talk about the Wushu Sancho or Sancho. If you if you saw it before, they have like a circle ring, circle stage that you can get taken down by pushing out of the ring too, right? That's the that's how the traditional Chinese kickboxing looks like. Then they try to develop it into more into more like a professional sport to fight in the ring. Then they change the name to Santa. That's me just like, you know, fighting. And I think that that by that time that, that things start to change. I think the, the style of punch, kick, uh side kick and takedown that works better for Sancho with, with the, the the circle ring like that. That's what that's what it's worked for. But when once they try to make it more like a kickboxing plus takedown, I think they start to lose their um they the the gimmick, they start to lose the the unique uniqueness. That's why they, it's worked at the on the uh, at the first time that they fought. They, they brought in some like a uh, Muay Thai fighters or kickboxer, and they just took those fighters down. And you know, like they uh, they they disrupt the 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 timing, the rhythm, and they they kind of success for uh, for short time. But when when they try to get into like real kickboxing rule set or Muay Thai rule set without the takedown, then the fighting the the striking skill is not good enough because the striking the striking skill was made for the striking plus takedown with that kind of circle ring. That's why nowadays they just adopt the Muay, Muay Thai in in into this the uh, the syllabus, and you can you can see a lot of uh, Chinese. Chinese kickboxer, they just train Muay Thai, but I would, uh, I would credit them from like a few Chinese kickboxer that came to one Lupini or one championship. They add the amateur kickboxing, amateur boxing and Muay Thai technique together. That start to be the new, I think that's that's gonna be the beginning of the new generation of Chinese kickboxing, and we have to wait to see. But like for your question, why the why Santa doesn't work with kickboxing or Muay Thai because of the the technique wasn't created for that. They just like you know, throw hard shot, big shot, like a, a lot of shot to to disrupt you, to hit you, and they, they don't care much about the the precision of the shot they throw. But they're aiming for the takedown as well and to push you away as well. But in MMA, like you just uh, mentioned, like Sabit or many other fighter or uh, like Umar. Nurmagomedov or Usman Nurmagomedov, they're using a lot more of those kind of crazy wushu kick as well. They have do some. You like think, a... Do you think that Usman and Umar are specifically looking at wushu and then applying it, or do you think that uh, they're using a different technique? Do you think they're actually learning wushu to apply it? I I think they're actually learning it because in Dagestan they 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 take it serious about the the sport of wushu as well but the technique of wushu in Dagestan I would not confirm that it's going to be just same same like in China you know these people they have their trainer their own technique too but I have to say like Khabib team they're so smart they, they adopt all the technique not just wushu also the Thai clinch maybe talking about the Thai clinch 
it doesn't work well in MMA, but if you see all the time in the uh, training footage, Usman, oh, Umar, I forgot, okay, always come to, to, to the training and always, always like uh, put on the Thai clinch to Islam or Khabib all the time. It, that, that's, they put these into their training as well. And I feel like maybe Usman and Umar, I can tell more about their footwork and the way they kick and punch that they might have more uh, Wushu Sansa or Sansa technique in, in their game. And I'm not sure that Islam Akashev, his school, like uh, his, his childhood school also teaching uh, Wushu also, because, you know, they have, they have to produce more and more combat sport athletes. That's why they're, they're teaching all this striking art to, to, to the Kestani kid, I guess. Question about one of my fan favorite fighters. He's a Japanese guy. Takuru, the one championship just oh, signed him. This guy's a beast, dude. Um, I just got done watching his fight with uh, Tenshin. Um, yep. I, I think his surname's Nakamura. Is that right? Na, na, Nasukawa. Nasukawa. Na, okay. Yeah, I know. Okay. I know. <laughs> T- T- Tenshin Nasuka, Nasukawa. And that fight, that fight was amazing. Uh, yeah. How do you think Takuru does in one championship? He said the first fight that he wanted, I read somewhere in an article that he wanted to fight Rod Tang for the first fight, his debut in one championship, he wanted to fight Rod Tang. Do you think this is a dumb decision by him, or do you think he can get it done? Personally, I think under kickboxing rules, he could beat Rod Tang. I would say it's not that, it's not going to be that easy. If you remember, before Rod Tang came to one championship, he fought Tenshin Nasukawa in kickboxing rule in Japan before. Really? And... I, didn't, I didn't watch this fight. I didn't oh, watch you're it. Oh, to take that out, man. Like, um, like the the result was draw, draw or something, and they, I, if I'm not wrong, they they put on the extra round or something, and at the end somehow tension won. The tension was crying, and I didn't hear the interview, but somebody wrote that tension said Rotan was the one who win. You gotta check that fight out. That's why Rotan keep calling yeah. out tension all the time, but oh, that time was Rotan before this become famous. Yeah. I need to I need to watch that fight like now. When I was looking on Wikipedia, Tenshin he hasn't fought since the Takuru fight, and yeah. uh, he's he's undefeated at like forty one and zero. Like, w- yep. what's he doing? He should fight like now. Like, it's the time to go. He's he's like in his prime. Yeah, I think Ten- Tenshin now he stopped. He he retired from kickboxing already. He want to he want to do boxing, right? Yeah, like <laughs> what? Yeah. It doesn't make any sense at all. How can you beat yeah. Takuru, who's like, I believe, pound for pound number three right now in the world for kickboxing, and then not want to fight kickboxing? That doesn't make any sense. Maybe he's get bored. I don't know. But but one thing that's, that's so clear... Shannon, he did... Shannon, yeah. Shannon, if he's bored, why doesn't he just come to one championship, win the belt, and then retire? That that's a good question because I'm quite sure that Tenshin was I had he had his eye on one championship before. That's what I know because there was there was one event that I went there to help my fighters and I was in the backstage and Tenshin was there and like I like I I met him like he opened the door in the backstage. The f- the first thing I did to him I was like oh this guy is he Tenshin? I watched his video. <laughs> And he, and he's so scared. He like, what's wrong with this guy? <laughs> Why he's bowing to me? <laughs> but but yeah, I, I'm sure that he has he has his eye on one championship. But maybe he lost his interest or whatever. And Rotang always keep calling him out because they have like unfinished business together. You have to check that fight. But but that fight was Rotang before he he fought in one. That that's different Rotang, like a hungry Rotang, you know. So like, yeah. My opinion, my opinion. Also, by the way, I'll check out that fight. That's going to be crazy. I can't wait for that one. Um, about kickboxing and Muay Thai, I think One Championship is the best organization, like right now, right now. Yes. I know that's like I know that's a easy statement for me to make. And there's so much stuff, so much kickboxing happening in Japan right now, and Glory is still doing stuff. So. Do you think do you think it's a stretch to say one championship's the best out of all of them, or do you think that there's do you think that there's still talent out there that could beat the guys in one championship? 
there there would be some talents out there for sure, right? Like 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 I mentioned at the beginning, Pet Panamrung is one of the best, one of the best Thai kickboxer. I don't know why he's still not in one, maybe because of the contract, but. But like you see, all the best, all the top kickboxer and top world head fighter are all in one championship already. Like let's let's talk about the fadeaway, like all the top guy like that we we saw from any other organization: Superborn, Sitichai, Joshua Pretosian, Marat Gregorian, Chingis Alasov, all the David Curia, all these guys like the best in the world. I think I think to have all these guys here is already the proof that one is the best in the world for for this. But yes, maybe some other kickboxer out, outside of one in the bigger division, you know, like, 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 like for a higher division, that, that might there's, be. There's Rico, there's Rico, I don't know his surname. Rico also, also, right? Uh, so, something like, something like that. I know he's good. Also, the guy that beat, um, what's his name? Alex Pereira. His name's, um, um. You get kickboxing Artem, or the Artem Artem Vakidov. Oh, oh yeah. You know him? Yo, I... He's good. He's good. Like That's he right. would be great. He would be great in one champ. Yep. Because right now in one championship, the 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 world champion for the bigger division is Roman Quicklier right? from Ukraine. And I haven't seen him fight for a while, right? And that would be good to 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 bring some of those guys in. But yeah, like like we know, right? Not many big guys, not many big boys are out there, but should be it should be good to bring some of them in. Right now, I think like for for like flyweight up to lightweight, I think one is dominating dominating the scene of Muay Thai kickboxing for the whole world already. I think I remember his name. His name was uh, Van Hooven or something. Uh, I I think I heard the name, but I never watched. But yeah, I think I heard. Yeah, he's 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 good. Like for bigger division, I don't think one are really focused on that yet. But for like lightweight down, like, and that's the that's yeah. But I mean, like that 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 that's what one really doing great job at, at this. And and I think what like if for boxing, the world world love to watch heavyweight or something like that. But for kickboxing, I think like featherweight in one is the best. I think. Yeah, no, featherweight one kickboxing is out of control right now. Yeah. Um, a fighter that was in that division was, I believe, Giorgio Petrosian, right? Yeah. Now, yeah. was did Superbond beat Giorgio in one, or did he beat some beat him elsewhere? Oh, in one, in one, like a head kick one. and broke Petrosian's jaw, so he's still not coming back. Yeah, yeah that head kick. Yeah, yeah, I, I saw that clip. I want, I want to ask. Um, do you think Giorgio was a little bit too old or, or do you think that he was in the, like, like what's the, what was the age bracket? Because here's the thing. I've just got an MMA when it comes to MMA. I know everything when it comes to like Muay Thai kickboxing, I don't know everything. So I'm actually asking you, was he too old or was, was that a fair fight? Okay. My, with my stupid opinion first, what I saw from Petrosian that fight, he looks sleepy. No, he looks tired. I don't know about that, but but Superborn, as I know, uh, I trained with him before he fought City Chai, and I I saw his training from his fight with City Chai to the fight with Pretosian. That's what almost a year. So Superborn was training hard, aiming to fight Pretosian for the whole year. Let's say that that's how that's how sharp Superborn was at that time. And I would I would use uh somebody's I know uh opinion that's a good opinion about these two. Um that's one Muay Thai trainer who talk about Petrosian last fight, if you look at his record before Superborn, all all his opponents are not the top kickboxers. Like some guy like Jonathan Wood or some guy there, like Mostly, they are Muay Thai fighter who just make a transition to kickboxing. So, I couldn't remember who's who was his like a top kickboxer opponent like recently before, like right before Superborn. So, let's say production like kind of easily outclass all those guys, but to fight Superborn who took 
the whole year focusing on beating Petrosian. That's 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 kind of makes sense. But I don't know what, what my opinion was like. Uh, what my opinion was like, I feel like Petrosian was a little bit kind of tight. So I was like, I actually was hoping all the best for Petrosian and hope he's come back and hope to see how things goes again. But yeah, we don't know that when he's gonna come back and you know how it's gonna be. Do you think? Do you think the rematches are on the table? I think he already beat Chingiz Alazov. Would Would he come back? And do you think he can get to the top by Chingiz or Superbon? Some people like that. Would Would he Would he do that? Or do you think that he's kind of done now? Everybody say he's kind of done now, but I I. Me personally, I hope I hope he wants to come back, but it's like with uh, all respect to him, like up to him. Is he's been he's been doing this for so long, and you know, it's it, like like as 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 a as a human, up it's all up to him. He's he's done for us, but like uh, all, all put on all the good show for us. Is if he want to call it done, it's up to him. But as a fan, yes, I I would like to see Petrosian put. Like let's say who who's the hell in this world don't like Petoshian, you know, like we all love to see his like high class kickboxing. I'm a southpaw fighter. All the southpaw fighter in the world, at least the 99% of southpaw fighter in the world will have to search about Petoshian and learn from him. We all want to to see him back in action for sure. But it's all it's all up to him. But like but like 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 we just talked about how Chinkis Alasov like evolved a lot through those times, how Superman evolved through these times, you know, it's not going to be easy for Petrosian to come back and beat this guy, but as a fight fan, we all want to see how it's go, and we all we all want to see this, this like, Ferrari of kickboxing back in action for sure. Yeah, there's a fighter, Tawanchai just beat him, um, he's, he was the world champion, Petch something, what's his name? We, we, oh, oh, you Petanum Room or Petanum, which one? The, the, the he, he, he was the, he was the champion and Tawanchai beat him for the belt. Oh, Pet Marakot. Pet Marakot. Yeah, yeah. After watching that fight, I felt, I felt like Superbon had Tawanchai's number because I just felt like the fight with, um, I don't know how to say his name. How do you say his name? Tawanchai versus, how do you say his name? Uh, Pet Morakot, right? That guy. Pet, pet, pet Morakot. Yeah, yeah, I okay. know long. <laughs> that, that fight with Pet Morakot, I thought the volume wasn't there. I thought the volume was a massive issue for to one try. Too slow, like the speed was there. Too not enough, not enough striking. And I think that Superbon in the same position where Pet Morricot was in, would do far better. And the fact that Pet Morricot made it that close of a fight with Tawan Chai, I yeah. think um, I think as much as I know Tawan Chai is a superstar, I just didn't see him with the skills to contend with someone like Superbon. That's right. Like, I, like actually, I even thought that was Chai might lost, you know? <laughs> That's right. That's what yeah. I was saying. Yeah, but... But to, but yeah, but to be honest, like Pet Morakot is the one of the 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 fighter that nobody wants to fight. Like because actually like two guys in, in Muay Thai comedy that they say it's hard to fight are Superbond and Pet Morakot. Like the way they use is they are too annoying the way they fight. Like Super Superbond he's like he came like uh, he came from Muay Thai background, he went to a major Muay Thai for a national team, a major Muay Thai. That's why he's doing so good in kickboxing because in a major Muay Thai, you need to, you know, like a score. You have to throw many shots. You have to score, and his style developed from that. Like, he know how to throw that, throw this, throw pop, 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 pop everywhere. But Pedro's style is more like to hold you down, to slow you down, to, to, to make you control your your good shot. And he just like kind of he able to like just run like a backward run and yeah 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 come to, come at me come at me and he and he like collect all your weapons and that's what they call like they, they he just get rid of all your weapons and and throw some boring shot back to you but he can win by score that's how he beat Pretoshian the first time if you remember he he won the kickboxing fight with Pretoshian before they overturned it and then he get beat up by Pretoshian the second time. And like to to, 
And even now, Pit Mogoli is not in one anymore, but he's still fighting some top Muay Thai fighter outside of one championship, and he's still kick-ass, you know. Kick-ass by using his boring style, but being boring as is one of the strongest point of him. That's why the one child having a hard time with him, that's, that's quite that's, that's quite uh, usual, <laughs> quite normal. But um, if you go back to Tawan Chai recent Muay Thai fight with two Muay Thai two Thai fighters, City Chai and Pet Morocco, there there was another fight Tawan Chai versus City Chai like short notice something, and those fights City Chai who sub who was scheduled to fight kickboxing just took a short notice to fight Tawan Chai in Muay Thai, but still beat Tawan Chai, but. So, so I would say Tawan Chai in the long, long, long game. Sometimes he might expose himself with, uh, with something that all the veteran and like, let's say, Super One City Chai, Petmogor, they kind of a little bit like a one generation, uh, before Tawan Chai. This, this generation of fighter will will able to, uh, track his mistake for sure, but. I I would say Bond can do the same for sure if if Bond also is Southpaw. Pet Morocco, City Chai, Tawan Chai, they they all Southpaw and Tawan Chai having a hard time with these two. But most of the time in Tawan Chai's career he also fight a lot of Orthodox and so Bond is Orthodox. So this can be the same like when Tawan Chai fight uh when Tawan Chai fought like a older generation of, of fighter. Or it might not be the same because the stance difference. It can be either way. Alazov is a fighter that does the switch stance. Do you think yeah. do you think the days of Orthodox and Southpaw are dead and you should just learn switch stance immediately? Personally, when I'm training, my coaches say to me, You're an Orthodox, you're an Orthodox, right? But I find it so difficult to stay in one stance because when I when I stand um Immediately, my first stance is the right-handed southpaw, which is what Dustin Poirier does. The dominant hand is the right hand, but I keep it in the front, for just to just to constantly just. Me too. <laughs> do you me too. do it as well? <laughs> yes, that's why my right hook is good. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I feel like my right hook's my best punch. The lead right hook's amazing, right? But I'm still working on my left because my left is not there. Now, do you yeah. think the days of just one stance is dead and that we should just all revert to switch stance fighting? Yeah, there's some fighter that was trained to be different stance. Like your said, guy back in the day, he's, he's righty, but he was trained to be subpar, right? But... Yeah, many gym, many trainer, they love to switch that to for some some reason to make it harder to uh, for advantage or whatever. But like for your question about switching stance or not switching at all, what is better? In my opinion, I feel like it depends on your mobility, like how you want to moving around in your in your game, because if you more like a Walking forward, backward, forward, backward, going forward. Like you want, you you're not moving around a lot or circling around a lot. So you want let, let let's say, I might have like a like a club in this hand in my right hand, like the police with a baton, and I, this is might be a shield or my hand to push. And this this is my power. This is my no power. So I keep my opponent behind this long stick. And use my power hand hit and get back get back there get back there get back there that means you can control the distance and keep throwing your your bomb throwing your power shot all the time if your fighting style your movement your moving style is like that stick to one stand is better but if you're more like a fighter who is circling around using the ring or cage once you start to side shuffle your stand from here will change into here automatically and you're circling around. I love, I love moving around. I love moving yeah. around. So I don't know you know this name, Master Tong. Master Tong, he's, he's, the, he's a Thai trainer who went to Team Alpha Male and made all the world champions, like which are favorite, Cody Garbrand, uh, TJ Dillon. Master Tong? Master Tong, yeah. T, T, 
T-H-O-N-G. I know you search Master Tone, something else might come up, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you, you can check about him. He's one of, like, uh, great striking coach. And right now he's back, he's back to Thailand, and I train with him. So he explained about, about this S3 range. So, like, the outside range, they are more like a, outside might be a green, let's say green. More like a middle range might be yellow, and the cross range is red. The outside or the green is like you can do whatever you want. He said, just like a spread your wing like an eagle. By that time, he said eagle in Thai, and then he said in English, what well, you know, eagle is called cobra in English. Like, no, no, the master. <laughs> cobra is a different animal, <laughs> but whatever. Like, you can move around side shuffle, and your legs can be more like, like this. Like, you can move around side to side. That means you can punch. Think about Tyson Fury. When he shuffles side to side, he can punch with any hand you want. But once you start to get into the yellow zone, that means you start to get into uh, one step to the punch. Your stand needs to be more like a roof. So you can like parry with your hand, parry with your, with your hand, but you still have good vision and you can still moving around. You can switch your stand if you want, side to side, side to side. But once you get, get to the, the red zone, that means that's toe to toe. You, you have to be like super close, super tight. From here, it's a bit harder. To, to switch your stance now. You have to stay, you have to stick to your power shot. But some fighter that's good to switching stand in the red zone, let's make them become phenom, like Mike Tyson. Stay so close, peekaboo, but still uh, moving his head around side to side and his, his foot is switching side to side all the time in the close stance. But yeah, it's, it depends on how you, you love to moving around. That's a matter of Muay Thai kickboxing or boxing or MMA. If, you love to move around, be more free, be more moving freely. Switching stance might enhance your performance. But if you more like focus on action, reaction, pick, catch the shot, counter the shot, be more precise about that. Think about Conor McGregor. If he's moving around, switching stance, he sucks. But he control, 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 wait for his left hand. That's why he stick to his southpaw. But some other fighter can move around all day. Dominic Cruz, even Cody Gerben, or some... I, I'm, I'm seeing this more in boxing, like yeah, let's say Tyson Fury, or some other guys, like, you know, they can switch anytime they want, because they Vol love to move Volkanovski. Volkanovski. Yeah, Volkanovski also. Madman. Yeah. yeah I, I learned from him in the seminar. Yeah, his, his switching stand is so clear. Anytime he switch, go for the shot. Go for the shot. Actually, Justin Gaethje also kind of switching stance a bit too. But uh, Gaethje and Wukhanovsky, the, the idea of switching stance is so similar. Switch to the big side, uh, the, to the power side, and go go hard and come back side to side, side to side. So maybe yeah, that's that. I right. hope that's useful. <laughs> is what does PK mean? I see every single Thailander with PK in their name, and me and my brother were looking at it and going, "Are they, are all of their names PK?" Like I don't get it. Uh like okay, in Thailand, fighter has their their fight name, right? They like that's why they all pet Morocco, or pet Hanong, pet Hanom Rung, pet those pet that, or Chai, City Chai. But Tawan Chai is not Chai. Yeah, somebody asked me like, oh, why is it all Chai? Tawan Chai, they Chai, they're different. Okay. So they have the new name. They might be, you might heard the word leg or noise, something like, like junior. So that might be the same name with the, 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 all the, all the veteran fighter that's, that's so famous. And they just make this guy become like something like Pakio Junior, something like that. So they are like super leg, but no, super leg is like because his name is maybe leg. But I don't know. They don't know what to put into the name, so they just add super, like super bond. His name is Bond. Just add the word super. So super bond. That's easy, easy name. And yeah, and pet is mean diamond. That's mean like yeah. They put the word pet. That's mean like what you that they found the diamond from somewhere. And what kind okay. of diamond you are? Yeah. So the so the so the PK. So the PK part is the last name. That's that's why in one championship they just use they're just telling you the name, not the last name. Because the last name is mostly the camp name or the product name or the sponsor they use and or whatever. So PK Sanchai is the name of the camp that the one child at. Uh <laughs> that's one of the weird okay. Like 
give you an example like uh let's say Bokal Bok Bokal Bobramuk like his old fight name Bobramuk the camp name Bobramuk Bob is like a P and dot Boba and dot it's like a, a short form for the word Bamuk so the camp is kept the name is Bamuk. Uh, after the owner name, the owner name is Pramuk. So the camp is Pramuk already. And sometimes the camp, there might be some other name, but they want to to make, let you know that, okay, the owner, owner first alphabet is this one. So they, they have the, the just alphabet and dot over there. But for like Pramuk is Pramuk Pramuk. I don't know what was the idea behind. It's just like same name. So PK is came from PK. That means brother cat. Sia cat is the owner of the camp. So that that time was Sanchai and Sia cat and Sia is like a, we call the rich man. <laughs> so uh, Sia cat and Sanchai they have, they're building this camp together. And okay, we should like put up more for our name into the camp. So cat Sanchai is so weird. Maybe Peacock and Sanchai. So and Peacock is so too too funny. So he just make cut it into short form into PK from PK. <laughs> That's mean like the camp name is PK Sanchai camp. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I don't entirely get it, but 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 I'll try yeah, okay. and figure it out. I'll try I, and figure I, it out. I okay. I tell you what, another guy's name. Okay, uh, he's a first high fighter in one championship. His name is Jostenan, and he also like a boxing world champion. You know what his last name was. What? 3K battery. <laughs> what? What do you mean? First like a all, battery? Like a 3K yeah. battery? I don't First get of it. all, it's battery. Second, there's the number in the name. <laughs> yes, because he was sponsored by 3K battery. That's why it's become his last name. And well, back what, in about, the, like, what about the Fairtex? What about the Fairtex names? I don't get those. It, I don't because understand. they're from the camp Fairtex. That's why they're using the Fairtex camp as the last name. But so they basically, actually have, they actually have a full first name, last name. But that's for some right. Reason, when so, they're fighting, they're representing the sponsor. That's right. So basically, all the fighter has a new name <laughs> as a fighter, new name and new last name. And the last name is the most ridiculous thing, man, 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 man. Like, okay, you know Sam A, Sam A, who just fought Patan Chai for the. He's a former Muay Thai champion, lost to Hakati. Sam A, his last name is Kayang Hadao. That mean five star. Ah, five-star grilled chicken. What? Five-star grilled chicken. That, that's the last thing. Why, oh, why do they have names like this? I don't get it. Because the, the five-star grilled chicken is his sponsor. That's why he uses oh, so it. it's a restaurant. It's an actual restaurant. That's right. It's, it's, not, it's like a franchise a franchise thing. That's so right. So we, we already make, make, make joke about this. Like, okay, one, okay, like... The back in the day, it's like the last name is sound like a sound name, like a good camp name, and then they start to have like three K battery, five star grilled chicken. Like uh, ten years ago, they have like oh a very very delicious grilled pork, a very delicious grilled pork. That's that's that that's the last name. So do they translate that into Thai, and then it comes out yep. as like a Thai name, like Pechu Sichu Thai Tong, whatever whatever it is. Okay, some okay. Let let's say it. Let's say it. Maybe maybe like okay. Let's you John. You be, you become a fight high fighter. What is the product you learn in daily life? In your daily um, life, just gonna be wheat bix. Like you know, wheat bix with milk, like cereal. Okay, let's say cocoa pops. Cocoa pops. Okay, co yep. John, cocoa pops, Jim. Maybe like that. <laughs> That's the idea. Really. Really? It's gonna be like that. That's in Thailand. That's why we're what, making. What, 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 what happened to my surname? Where does my surname go? Because they, they don't tell. Do you don't even? You might use your name John, or you might want a new name. But mostly for foreigner in Thailand, they just use the real name. But for the okay. Thai writer, they don't use the real name. So that means actually they just give you a new name, name and last name. Question, question. With the Thai fighters, how they're constantly giving them new names? Is this because everybody has similar names in Thailand, or no? Ah uh, no, they just they just making new name like as a fighter because it's easier to remember, and that fight name can be changed. Okay, like like the uh, Chai before his name Tawan Chai, I think his name was something like a Chatukam or something name after a famous amulet. 
something like that. And then he famous at uh, at, at the name Tawan Chai. So okay, nowadays he using his name Tawan Chai. So good, yeah, good boy Thai fans know all their names. That's crazy, man. That's why we make a joke like next 10 years. What if fighters sponsored by a diaper? Yeah, <laughs> you know? exactly, exactly. And that can be. That's all we have time for, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much, Shannon, for coming on the show. Is there any final remarks you want to say to the fans at home before we wrap up the podcast today? We've been talking a lot about Thai fighters and like what what were happening in Thailand and Thai event, right? So I just want to tell you guys to keep an eye on one championship and one lumpini. Like now we have like event every week, every month. Going to be more and more Thai fighters come up into the world well seen and yes you will see a lot more about Thai thing like this like John just learn about Thai fighters name and last name and something what is that <laughs> so so just wait to see and yes we'll be fine we'll be a new flavor of fighting from Thailand follow Shannon on Instagram link in the description and subscribe to anything combat on YouTube thank you guys see you guys next time bye bye <laughs>